One nigga was dirty. We gonna talk about it because one dude was dirty mapping hard. I swear <laughs> to God, see, she ever tell you which one he was. I'm slapping him because he dirty. He, he, ooh, he's super nasty. Oh shit! Yeah, well, we'll we'll get into that because I, I I need to I need the details about that. <laughs> details, them pictures on my damn phone. She said. <laughs> so she's still with the nigga. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They cracked me up because I'm like because. I almost was fooled because she put something up that was out somewhere. Mm. They put a cute little couple picture up. I was like, oh, so that's cool. You're like, y'all working on that shit like that? She's like, hell no. Me and that nigga got in an argument that night. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm, you lying ass. <laughs> you lying ass. You out there acting like y'all all cute. She's like, yeah, it was just for the gram. I'm like, mm, mm, mm. That's crazy. All right, y'all. We are back. Theory of everything. We do not count episodes. It is myself, Colvin, a.k.a. Young Shug. And I got my co-host, of course, Ryan, a.k.a. Mr. Bitches, a.k.a. On the Prowl, a.k.a. <laughs> a.k.a. I'm looking for him. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, say what's up to the people. Yes, sir. I'm back out here swiping and piping. Yeah. <laughs> Your boy yeah. Petty Vandross. <laughs> yeah, he, he back out here in the streets, ladies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he back out here in the streets, so holla at him. But yeah, we are back. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, Chaotic Production, Spotify, Theory of Everything, SoundCloud, Chaotic Production, Theory of Everything. Like, comment, all that good shit. Let's let's get right into it. School and <laughs> and Ryan Ryan posed an interesting question yesterday which is why does when you're in school essentially they're teaching you how to be a worker instead of how to be your own boss <laughs> it's, it's pretty much teaching you to be your own this school has been dedicated to teaching you to be your be a worker and nothing more than that now obviously there's levels to that but in the basic form i think that it, it does teach you how to school from like fucking of kindergarten elementary school like all the way through it's teaching you to be a teach you to be a worker even when you get to college it's not teaching you how to run your own shit it's really teaching you how to work for somebody else and have a successful career <laughs> and i think my personal belief is if you teach people to be their own business it fucks up the economy pretty much takes everything out of whack it takes a middle class and now bumps that into the upper class and with all the other rich people and shit like that potentially so you have to program every Everybody to okay you should be a worker um and kind of get it get it through them that way so that way you still have people that all they want to do is just work for a company or something like that make a decent salary and that's about it because you don't want to teach people to own their own have their own business and shit like that because it 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 fucks everything up honestly it probably fucks up the economy it fucks up um, businesses because it's going to be too many businesses and you don't want the wrong people having a business, uh, you know, <laughs> like it, it's a, it's a, I think a large trickle down effect that I don't think people take, or people must not really care about or don't really take into consideration. Um, so yeah, Ryan, what, what do you, what do you think? Oh, absolutely. A lot of people don't ever think about the true psychology of school because they're so focused on 
the goals or aspects of school because we're since we're kids we're taught the best way to get a great job a great career or be successful in life is go to school and do really good in school mm-hmm. so and so we're always told to be great on tests and be great on quizzes and all that type of shit and it's like they're not preparing you for any type of world, real world experiences while you're in school. Mm-hmm. Like, you're in college, racking up, God knows how much student debt, yep. how many student loans, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And the whole time in your college, all they're teaching you is how to pass his test and go on to the next class. It's like they're not explaining to you how debt works or how loan and interest rate works. Yet you just racking up money without even fucking notice for four years minimum. Some people shit eight, twelve years. Yeah. And it's like, and the craziest part about it is, I heard Elon Musk says something one time at a TED talk, and he was talking about the whole thing with student debt and kids going to colleges and what they're facing once they're out of colleges versus kids who work their whole life. And he was like, he he's. And then, mind you, this is the richest man in the world. Mm-hmm. He said to himself, why the fuck would I hire somebody who's been in school doing great at tests to get a piece of paper for four or eight years when I got somebody over here who's worked from the ground up f- through all the phases of this company who has no education? Mm-hmm. Why, why would I hire them over you? Because you have a piece of paper that validates you? You have no experience whatsoever. Yeah. It's like, I can't tell you how many of my boys I saw graduate college and given what their field was, they couldn't find a job. So their first job was at McDonald's or Burger King. Hmm. I remember working with one girl who was from, she said she was from China mm-hmm. and she was at university. She was a full blown doctor and scientist in China and had a degree. But given the fact her degree was such to a, a specific field of study mm-hmm. it was damn near impossible for her to find a job here in America because she's too qualified for it <laughs> because not because she's under because she's too qualified given the fact at what she went to school for there it's such a strong field of study that it would be um, it will be poorly on the rest of the coworkers, given the fact there be it be such a gap of education and knowledge there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how the fuck does something like that make sense? Yeah. And she was just like, it's because how we work over there versus how they work over here. They teach us to work over there. They teach us to learn every single thing possible. So, if worst case scenario, you're on your own. You can survive on your own because you know how to work. Mm-hmm. In America, you don't think about all that shit. You think about the bare minimum. As yeah. long as you get past it, as long as you're able to complete it, you're good. And they will help you along the way there. And it says, wow. And, the, and then you talk about the debt this country keeps facing on top of all of that. All the financial hardships people are going through left and right. Like the pandemic killed small business. Yeah, yeah, it did. And people, I know a lot of people will call me a conspiracy theorist or a nut because I said the pandemic was designed to do specifically that. If you kill a small business, you kill people working for themselves. Mm-hmm. But, and, you know, I think the flip side of that is it 
it started businesses as well. It ended small businesses, but it started new businesses as well that some of them are succeeding, um, kind of depending on what you were trying to do. Oh, for sure. But I got a, I got a theory behind that one, too. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> I believe a lot of the present-day small businesses, mm-hmm. I will say in my personal opinion, the average owner is what? 40 and up? 50 and up almost regularly? Probably, yeah. So you're talking about that's about a one to almost two generational gap we're talking between them and us. Mm-hmm. We look at those fields. The generation that we are, we were raised in this present day society. And in this present day society, we got social media, we got Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. We got all Holy these outlets. Fans. Yeah. But it's, it's real though. Only yeah. fans. The internet is yeah. our generation. We have more stuff shoved in our face nowadays than any generation before. And so we can instantly sit there, have a mid conversation with someone, and just be buying a bunch of things, a bunch of things, a bunch of things. This generation, we're a spending generation. You can look at that generation that's older now, they're not buyers anymore. They're mm-hmm. sellers. Yeah. They're not trying to give any more money. Mm-hmm. So why keep them here when you could push them out and bring the new ones in? That's a whole fresh crop for you to go hard on for probably another 30, 40 years. Yeah, that's true. I never thought of it like that. So, yeah, that's that's a very valid point. Yeah, because I remember I was at the at work the other day on a dealership. Uh, we was out there talking about the new cars. Mm-hmm. And some older people came up. And they came up, the one dude was talking to him, and then they 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 left like two, three minutes later. And I was like, damn, like you didn't even get them inside or nothing. Like, what was that about? They're like, old people don't buy shit they can't see or can't touch. If they yeah. can't see it, they can't touch it, they ain't gonna fucking buy it. They're not buying nothing based off looks. Mm-hmm. And he said that's why they're hard people to sell, because their old ways is even though they wanna buy, they don't have to. They'll they'll say fuck it come back five years later yeah and i he's and i was like damn like that kind of made me think like old people don't be buying shit nowadays like he said they don't want to spend money like he said so it's like they're a kind of like a useless consumer because mm-hmm. they do consume but only out of need not want yeah and you look at how schools are going up in prices too and all that Kids have no problem racking up debts left and right. I mean, I remember when I signed up for my first credit card, and I was just blowing that shit like I was Diddy or something. <laughs> <laughs> we, it's just like our generations, we're consumers. We love buying shit. We love having shit. The best way to do that is to keep someone a worker and just keep putting more distractions in their face. Mm-hmm. Because you won't. You won't be like that once you're an owner because you have a greater appreciation for things. You have a better understanding given the fact you went through all the levels in the process. Mm-hmm. And now your perspective is like, hmm, that's kind of stupid. Like, why yeah. spend X amount when I can save X amount and then over here make X amount as well? Exactly. Yeah, no, I I, um, I agree with that. Um, but yeah, like, I've, I've said this on previous episodes, but like, when my kids, like, I, you're not, my thought process is you're not going to school just to go. 
I need to know what you're trying to study, like certain fields you probably you need a degree for. Um, like if 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 you want to be like a, a doctor or, you know, in the medical field, something specific where you're doing some wild shit, you need a degree for that. But if you want to do something like art or something like that, like you don't need a degree for that shit. <laughs> you don't you don't necessarily need a degree for that. What you need is like you need you need. um. Well, damn, I can't think of the word I was going to say. But you need... <laughs> I feel like uh, James Winston. Uh, <laughs> but you, know, you just need the experience of doing what you need, the experience of doing the art or the, the writing or any of that type of thing. You don't need to go to school. So, like, my oldest daughter, she's super smart. She, um, like, smart where, like, she might graduate early or something like that just because of um, she ain't really challenged at all in school. Now, my youngest daughter is on the flip side of that. She's smart, but she hates school. <laughs> like, she makes it known. She like a free spirit. She like doing art. She like doing, like, the, the having the, the freedom to design whatever she want to design and shit like that. So I could see her not going to college and wanting to do something, like, from an artist or artistic perspective. And then with my oldest daughter, I could see her going to school to be, like, a doctor or something like that. Um which is fine, but like the the old age of you have to go to school, I don't I don't subscribe to that, and I feel like that is kind of our generation is kind of leaning towards that you don't need to go to school unless it's like for a specific thing, and I think that trend will continue as like we progress and people have kids and shit like that. But yeah, you don't need to go to school, not for no bullshit ass degree. Hell no, you don't, and because. I remember I, when I was in college, and I'll preface this by saying I'm a college dropout. <laughs> I'm a college dropout. I'm very happy with it, to be real with you. Because I remember being in school all the way through high school into college. I was just bored. Like, mm-hmm. this shit wasn't a challenge to me. This shit didn't interest me. I was just like, I felt like in school, I'm like, y'all, y'all aren't teaching me nothing. And I'm not learning anymore at this stage mm-hmm. because I already know this shit. You're just adding an extra flair or two onto it to make it a little bit harder. But it's the same shit that's dressed up from kindergarten all the way up. Mm-hmm. And and being in school, I never knew what I wanted to do. Everyone told me like, "Oh, you're since you're really smart, you'll do good here." Or what are your interests? And I'm like, kind of like this, kind of like that. Oh, you should do this. And it was like, damn. It wasn't until I dropped out of college that I realized what I really love was passionate about and wanted to do the rest of my life and it has nothing to do with my major <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no nah, that's real shit though like it's a lot like i graduated got a degree bachelor's degree i of course you don't i didn't find something in my fucking field so it's like <laughs> it don't it don't it don't make no sense to to go to school for certain things certain subject matters it it really don't make sense to go to school um at all but uh you know for the people that want to go if you have a i mean have a blast i ain't trying to shit on people that want to go to school but for my my kids <laughs> like if, if you ain't going for a specific reason where you need a degree to have success in that field yeah no nah, you're not you're not going because <laughs> it don't it don't make no sense it don't i'm sorry it don't make no sense so that's how i i feel about it um so, 
I've been thinking about this as we're having this conversation completely, completely off topic. I ain't going to lie to you. Uh, we ain't even never talked about this. But <laughs> um, I had this thought process. I had this thought that we should be able to invalidate. Okay, this is what I want to say. People feelings be wrong. And what I mean by <laughs> what I mean by that is people will take something you say, take it, personalize it, and be mad about it, and like take offense to it or whatever the case may be, and be dead ass wrong. Because <laughs> for one, you didn't mean how they took it. Um, you weren't trying to say that at all, but how they interpret it. They automatically get wrong. They automatically get mad and have an issue, and it becomes a whole big thing. You should be able to tell people their feelings are wrong, in my opinion. I know that's frowned upon, and you know people feel how they feel, and that's great. But if you don't have, how I look at it is, if you say something to somebody else and you have a rational reason behind saying it even if it comes across a way, the other person, therefore, you can tell them, look, you might be mad about it or whatever. You stupid. You shouldn't be mad about <laughs> it. You shouldn't take it personal. You shouldn't do none of that shit because there's no reason for you to feel that way. Now, you can't, ideally, yes, you can't do that. We understand people got feelings. You can't You can't uh, quantify how somebody feels and all that type of bullshit. But there's just certain things for me personally that piss me off where it's like I know what I meant by what I was saying and I've articulated it well enough where I can explain to you why I'm saying it this way. And you should be able, theoretically, you should be able to understand what I'm saying without getting upset. But that doesn't happen most of the time because those people get upset, get mad. And all of a sudden, you the asshole, you dickhead, all that type of shit. So, <laughs> I say all that to say, people feelings be wrong. And it's okay to say that to me. That's how I feel. It's okay to tell somebody their feelings are wrong. I'm sorry. It, it is. <laughs> like, first off, I'm going to say that's arrogant as shit, but I like you. <laughs> It probably it probably does sound arrogant. Probably sounds condescending. It probably sounds all those all those bad things. I'm not gonna lie. I understand that. But you know what? I don't care because <laughs> because honestly, like there's a level of intellect that each individual should have by the time you reach a certain age. So you should be able to comprehend, which I feel like is the biggest downfall with social media. I'm sorry if I'm ran right now, but <laughs> I feel like that's the biggest downfall with social media and shit like that is people reading comprehension is at an all-time low. You got grown-ass people not understanding words because they weren't, they forgot how fucking to read or they forgot how to interpret something. I don't know how else to explain it, but... I, if niggas feelings be wrong, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry that that sounds condescending. It sounds like an asshole, whatever. But that's how I feel. Um, Ryan, how do how do you feel? Oh, let's just call it for what it is. A lot of niggas is bitches, <laughs> and females don't use enough logic. <laughs> that's only for the females that don't 
use logic, they're the ones whose feelings begin hurt because their dumbass don't understand how emotions are. <laughs> yeah. Or don't and, don't can't control their emotions. Yeah. That's another funny thing because females are hella emotional, but yet we think about it. Most of them are sociopaths nowadays, not us. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and, but you think about that, that also goes back to the feelings. That's a lot of niggas who just are bitches. Like, they just <laughs> never grew up, never never got beat before, yeah. never lost a slap box contest or lost a fight. Yeah. That's for them niggas that stayed inside and... Play with Barbie goals and <laughs> had his mom wrap him in a towel whenever he got out of the tub. Like, it's for them niggas. <laughs> them niggas who will be like, we push me? Yeah. Them niggas right there. Yeah. And it's like, because I can't tell you how many times dudes <laughs> get things fucked up out of context. Yeah. And they're the ones who slap first in the conversation. Mm hmm. Like a prime example, me at work. Uh huh. You see the videos in the group chat of the bull that just be knocked out doing a Kensington shuffle. Yeah, at my job. Yeah, be dozing. Yeah. <laughs> so that nigga, I swear something wrong with. Him. Well, he is. He's he's probably fully retarded. Mm -hmm. But you know, that's no big deal. <laughs> okay. But it's like all he does is sleep. Then wakes up and starts looking at me weird. Then starts trying to roast me. Mm -hmm. So he got mad, mind you. He started off talking shit with the fat jokes. Yeah. So he says something slick again. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I saw that <laughs> nigga head. He ain't the smallest nigga in the world. If he that's, is, he the head ain't. Because <laughs> <laughs> if it was the nigga that was dozing, I saw his head. That like I don't. I'd have to yes, but continue. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, his, his has a size of mine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, I call that nigga a latent homosexual the other day. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so, they was like, what the fuck did you just say? I said the nigga's a latent homosexual. Mm -hmm. And they were like, Ryan, what the hell does that mean? And I was like, that's a nigga who has a lot of subconscious homosexual beliefs and ideologies and has light homosexual tendencies. He just masculates it or, or hides it in such a way that he, he condones it in his mind. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, this, so this nigga just called you gay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's, uh, his first response, whoa, now, you don't know how many bitches I don't fuck. And I was like, look. That's a sign of insecurity right there. Yeah. Anytime a nigga started talking about how many, how many bitches, bitches he fuck, fuck yeah. how much money he get, mm -hmm. oh, you insecure as shit and are definitely raised by a single mother. <laughs> Why are you throwing this tray at the single moms like that? Hey, I come from a single mom. But you wouldn't tell it. Because she, she did right by me. If you act like that, you was raised by a single mother who kept saying, your father's going to be back any day now. Oh, shit. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay. That's the type of nigga you was. My mom told me, hey, it's up to you. <laughs> huh? Huh? She's like, I'm not going to dog him. Yeah. I'm not going to build him up neither. 
Yeah. <laughs> See, my mom let me figure it out on my own. Yeah. <laughs> what she won't tell you is when I fucked up on my own, she beat my ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, it's just like, I don't know, man. People are crazy to be. Yeah, no, they, they, they are. And like I said, the, the reading comprehension is at an all-time low, I believe, and I feel like it's only getting worse just as, like, with social media and pe- and shit like that, where... For sure. That's I was going to ask you. Go ahead. Can you read a regular clock? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, because I realized, like, last... Yeah, last summer or spring, uh-huh. my brother, mind you, He's in the military. Okay. So them niggas are all time oriented and yeah. centralized. Yeah. He cannot read a regular clock. <laughs> and I remember one day we sat there. I never forget. It was five fifteen. Mm-hmm. And he said, "What is that?" And I was like, "What do you mean? What is that?" He saw that. He's like, "What time is it?" He didn't have his phone or watch on him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Bro, it's a quarter. That right there is a quarter after uh, quarter after five. Mm-hmm. And he he like so 5:25. I'm like no nigga quarter after five. He's like quarter is 25. I'm like what the fuck is he talking about? And <laughs> <laughs> oh, it confused the shit out of me. I'm like aren't you in the damn military? Yeah. Y'all think it's a time oriented. And so I was talking to a customer and they said the same thing to me. She's like it seems like none of her kids, nie- nieces or nephews under 20 could read a regular clock. I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, we we thought he was mildly retarded, but then we just realized they don't know how to fucking read clocks. <laughs> yeah, because I, I feel like we were the last generation that like had to know how to read a regular clock, honestly. Right. <laughs> because they don't even make them anymore. Everything is straight digital. Yeah. It's either digital or it tells you the fucking time. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, that's wild as hell. Because I set my... My phone clock one time, the background to that digital clock, and oh girl used to hate it because <laughs> she couldn't read it, and I was like, really? That's yeah. what confuses you in life. <laughs> Nothing else but a fucking clock. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, but yeah, man. I, yeah, I think we was the last generation that that learned how to read an actual clock the right way. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like like I was saying, like people feelings be wrong. I'm sorry if that comes off away. Um, not really sorry, but that's just how I feel. <laughs> I just feel like people feelings be invalid, and we should be able to say that. Like another thing that I have an issue with is people that talk about mental health, but use it as like a crutch, where it's like this. That's why I am the way that I am, but not trying to actively change those negative traits that you have due to your mental health or whatever like the oh i got um anxiety or i got um uh just different like emotions that you have but you can control them if you try to control them whether that be going to therapy to understand them reading reading a book (laughs) try trying to do something like that but i i that's the that's the biggest thing that I see with mental health nowadays is that people use it as a crutch to explain why they are the way that they are. But you're not trying to change that shit. So I'm not going to just accept that. Like, I, I have this 
this is me. Like I, I like no, that doesn't work. Not <laughs> at all. I I call hell for this one time when I sat around one one group of my friends. Okay. Because we were talking about the rappers like uh like uh the boy that got killed in Florida, Triple X. Mm-hmm. Or like a lot of them Juice World types, mm-hmm. and I was like, "We y'all all keep saying how sad they are, how beautiful their soul was, and whatnot, how they were a happy person." And don't don't get me wrong, I'm not sitting here trying to speak ill on those those dudes who all have dealt with mental mental health and suicide thoughts and whatnot. But it's like, how are you gonna make two, three, four, five albums just? making hit after hit based around your whole pain and this complete deterioration. Mm-hmm. But yet you don't, you don't ask for no fucking help at all. But then you say, nobody loves me. Well, yeah, cause they don't, nobody loves you. That's <laughs> including yourself. Like you don't love yourself. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that's, like, that's the thing. It's just like, people don't ever talk about how a lot of people, like you said, use mental health as a crutch to hold on to shit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, probably I get personal about it because I deal with my mental health daily. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I've always said to a lot of my friends that when I did talk about it, I was like, it never made sense to me to tell somebody what I'm going through unless I'm trying to work on what it is I'm going through. Because I can explain it to a lot of people and I just, they just don't understand how my head goes like that. Like the best analogy I made for how my, how my days are and how shit goes in my head. I was talking to my work mom, and I told her, I, I made her a writing, and I, t- I specifically told her, don't be worried. This is just me opening up about my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I, c- I told her writing forecast how, like, something happens in my head and just switches the whole mood the whole day. It's all sunny and happy. There's just dark clouds, and I'm fucking miserable. I remember one time I told my friend that, like, I just straight up said to her, I'm having a really bad day. Mm-hmm. And she texted my other friend, and they talked, and they both agreed that they should call the suicide hotline on me. And oh, I was just shit. like, "Yeah," and I was just like, "That's what, that's one thing that kind of always annoyed me about talking to people, because like when I did talk to some people about it, the only thing they ever said was, "Oh, you ever think about going to get help for it?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or like if if I told them I'm having a bad day, they think it's the absolute end. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm human. I'm going to have bad days. Like you gotta let me have some bad days. Yeah. Is don't you can't you can't automatically think that oh shit, he said he ain't happy today. He he's gonna end it. Like yeah, yeah. Oh, no. yeah. that's a, that's a wild like, assumption. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I can't tell you how many of my friends, even my damn, even some of my family, that's how they thought I was. And I was just like, bruh, this is why I don't talk to y'all about it. Mm-hmm. I talk to people like I've been in therapy before, and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it it my therapist made it seem like okay, I'm listening, and you hear just talk and sort shit out. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't know. It's, mental health is a messed up thing nowadays. Yeah. It is so, it's so crazy when you look on any side of it. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's, I mean, it's nice that it's like a, a bigger spotlight is being put on it. But it's still like each individual has to do the, the work in order to get out of whatever they're feeling. And it doesn't have to be going to therapy, but it has to be something. 
And if whatever that is ain't working, then you got to try to find something else to do, in, at least in my opinion. Like, but just having those issues or whatever it is, but not doing anything about it, like, I don't really have a, that's where my empathy lacks for, for that, is when you have an issue, you know what the issue is, but you don't want to do anything about it. It's like, then don't talk about it. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to hear about it if you're not going to do the work to fix whatever issue that you haven't. That's how I feel. Oh. Oh, for sure. One thing I've always said was in my life, I'm I'm king of self sabotage. Mm-hmm. And I remember me and my work mom. She knows who she is, and I, and I always loved and appreciate her for saving my ass at that job. Yeah. But uh, I remember one time I told her we were talk. I think we were just talking about like how my mood was, and I, and I felt really fucked up in my head, and I was telling her about something, some of the things that happened during that week. Mm-hmm. And she was, uh, she just had gave me like this crazy ass look, like straight fear. Yeah. And I was just like, what? She was like, the thing that doesn't scare me is the fact, it's not the fact that like, you do these things, but the fact you're so aware of them and what's going to happen, what's going to come from, and you still do it anyway. Yeah. And I, and I was like, damn, like, I never thought of it like that. I was just like, fuck it. Yeah. You just don't. <laughs> it, it's like, whatever happened, will happen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. I had that fucked up way of thinking. It'd be like, uh shit. Like, yeah. something bad gonna happen tonight. But <laughs> we, we, ch- chances are we can make it through. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. an- another thing you don't, we don't talk enough about. Not even the people who use mental health as a crutch, but the ones who are sensitive bullies and try yeah, to say yeah. and try to blame their mental health. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't tell you how many celebrities have have blamed mental health for them going on racist rant. <laughs> of course. Racist rants, sexist rants. Yeah. It's just like, I had a panic attack or I had an episode. It's just like, bruh. It's too much self-diagnosing. Epi- like, I can't stand that That's shit. another crazy thing. Yeah, too much. Too I, many people self-diagnosing themselves with these things, fucking WebMD and some shit. Oh, this is how I feel. Well, you probably got this, or you also might have this. And it's like, shut up. <laughs> like, stop self-diagnosing yourself. Hate that shit. Or the worst one. Or the worst one is when people you know or friends try to diagnose you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tell yeah. you, you know, and it's like, no, nigga. Yeah. I'm just mad at this dickhead I work with. Like, the fuck <laughs> is you talking about? Yeah, I, yeah. I'm having a complete episodic, maniatic, anxiety, paranoid breakdown. Yeah, people all of a sudden become a therapist and all that type of shit. Like, no, yeah. fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> you was a dick for five dollars two days ago. Get out of my face! Not for the five. Not for the five. <laughs> they won five dollars in Lucy. Oh shit! <laughs> oh man! But uh, okay. So all for that, and um, next next topic. Does the apology have to be as loud as the disrespect was? Um, that is a saying that a lot of people have. Um, I agree. I subscribe to this. Prime example of this is Joe Button. <laughs> <laughs> he be the loudest, loudest person when it comes to disrespect. But then when it comes to the apology, quiet as a fucking church mouse. Quiet, <laughs> quiet. Oh yeah, you know I was wrong, but like in the lowest of tones, 
Like, like the lowest of toes. I was like, I don't, I don't got know. nothing to say. Y'all yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you know, y'all was right. I was wrong. It's always on the on the on the lowest of tones. But no, I agree. The disres- the apology has to be as loud as the disrespect, because niggas will go off about some shit disrespectfully and violate somebody or a situation that they don't have enough information on or just have the wrong information. And then when everything else comes out about what actually happened, then it's like it's crickets. People don't want to say nothing. People don't want to have people don't want to have no response. It's just oh, you know, I said what I said and that's the end of it. No, bitch. You said what you said. <laughs> now fucking apologize just as loud as you was when you was talking all that dump shit. Don't just get quiet. Keep that same energy. Yeah. Cause to an, <laughs> I don't like this comparison, but I'ma make it. It's similar to how when like somebody gets accused of something in um like we'll say like rape or like something like that. And then it turns out that they were found not guilty and it was nothing like that happened. But yet with like, you know, when celebrities or football players and shit like that, once you get that thing, once you get that on you, like, oh, this nigga might rape somebody. All of a sudden you just turn into the ultimate dickhead piece of shit, whatever the case may be. But then if you couldn't, if it come out that you're not guilty, no, nobody talks about that. There's no energy. There's no energy behind it. It's just, yeah, you were found not guilty. Move on with your life. Nah, bitch. I need all y'all to come here with that same energy that y'all had when y'all was trying to fucking throw me in jail next to R. Kelly and shit like that for some shit that I didn't do. No, I need all of that. I need all of that energy. Fuck that shit. But that's that's where that comes from with me, where it's like people can accuse you of something, be dead ass wrong, and then when it comes out that they was dead ass wrong, there's no there's nothing for that. It's just that okay, you proved yourself right. Congratulations, move on. No, fuck that. Niggas try to kill me, Ryan. Niggas try to kill me. And I'm just supposed to get over that shit? No, I'm not I'm not rolling with that. I don't subscribe to that at all. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, at this, I said, at this stage in life, mm-hmm. the apology don't need to be as loud as disrespectful as for me at this stage in life. Because... Okay. You gonna walk your ass over, hat in hand, be humble and talk softly. Okay. <laughs> and you will you will make right what you did wrong. And but also I will preface it with saying, I'm I'm a petty bastard. So <laughs> even if you apologize, yeah. I'm not letting the shit go, most likely. Yeah. I'ma keep bringing it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'ma keep tearing them damn stitches out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. That's that's fair. I, yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. If if you one of the people that's just gonna keep you know getting your shit off until the person actually acknowledges it, or even if they don't, still getting your shit off, you know, have a blast. But for niggas out there that you know trying to move on and gotta move on without hearing the oh you know I was wrong, <laughs> like you was you was right, I was dead ass wrong. Like no no fuck that shit. Like like I said with Joe Button. Last two podcasts, the low rail situation, pissed me off because <laughs> still mad because he doubled down on the wrongness on the last episode. Oh shit! And it was like, no, I still feel like he's trying to be like Kevin Hart, nigga. No, he's not. Because <laughs> yeah, if we talk about present day, Little Rail's funnier. Exactly, funnier, and his and his movies are better. Yeah, <laughs> funnier and 
the fact that he is his own comedian and has done his own shit completely separate off of Kevin Hart. Like, completely separate off of that. Like, he had his own show, everything else like that, where it's like, it don't take a lot to research somebody that you about to shit on. Like, and and then you double down on it and say, oh, I still feel like he was trying to be a... I still feel like he was trying to be like Kevin Hart or something like that. And it's like, no, he's not. He's his own... He has his own career that's been around for a while. He has his own fucking stand-up. He has his, his own everything. I'm sorry that it didn't amount to Kevin Hart, uh, you know, success. But, you know, Kevin got the white people behind him. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, like... Come on, like you can't just be, you can't be loud and wrong. Like I know Mike like to say that. Oh yeah, you know you like that too. But no, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not rolling with that. I'm not. I'm not rolling with that. You can, you can be. If you're gonna be loud and wrong, you better come back and be loud and loud and apologize and say, all right, man, my fault. I fucked that up. I butchered that. I ain't do my own research and shit like that. Um, but most people don't do that. Um, Most people don't apologize at all nowadays. No, they don't. They don't. And when they do, it's a backhanded apology that makes you want to line their ass up. <laughs> facts, facts. They, they really, they really don't. Because and then it is a backhanded uh, apology where it's like you still, yeah. you still feel the way you do. But I'm apologize for you know for making making you feel like you felt like you did. But you, yeah, you shouldn't have felt that way. But <laughs> yeah, like. If you disrespect me, don't come up to me and say, uh, I'm sorry about that, that you little sensitive ass nigga and you can't take a joke, but my fault, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, nigga, yeah. Like that's, they know. That's not how it's not how an apology works. Uh, no. <laughs> at all. <laughs> but it may maybe that's just a maturity thing as far as, you know, the the apology don't need to be as loud as the criticism. I'm just letting y'all know. Similar to a lot of different things, I'm not at that mature state yet where I'm willing to concede. Okay, you know he 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 made a mistake and all that, and let's move on. I ain't at that maturity level yet. If you violate me, <laughs> and you dead ass wrong. You better come back apologizing loud as hell, talking about yeah, my fault. B, you was dead ass right. I was dead ass wrong. I shouldn't even have said all that. Blah blah blah. Yeah, no, nah, don't 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 fucking ignore the fact that you was wrong because that's not how corrections get made. You know why I feel like people don't subscribe to that fucking the apology got to be as loud as his criticism so they can still make them dickhead ass mistakes and, <laughs> and still want and still be loud, continue to be loud and wrong instead of actually acknowledging and realizing, yeah, you know, I was wrong. Let me maybe think about this going forward so I don't make the same mistake. You got people like Joe Button once again that continue to do the shit, <laughs> continue to be loud and wrong. <laughs> Continuously, or Wendy Williams, yeah, or her, yeah. Oh shit! Continue oh, to be her. loud and wrong because you got people that tune into that type of shit, which I understand. You know, ratings, you know, reviews, money, whatever the case may be. But no, you can have that same type of energy when you apologize. I believe no. that. You can even put, you can put, you know who on that damn list? Kanye, sorry, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Kanye for it's sure. Kanye's at, and he's a mental health crutch. Yeah, he is. <laughs> that, 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 those are two ultra sicko niggas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nigga, yeah. you're not, you're not going to talk about, like, you're going to slap me or you're going to put me out of business or kill my career, then say, oh, 
we need to put aside our differences and free Larry Hoover. Like, no, nigga, I'm going to free these hands on your face. Dude. Yeah, so, word. <laughs> what word. are you talking about? That nigga, that nigga told us slavery was a choice. They got yeah. mad as shit when the lone black dude there that he forgot about said something to him. Went off like, on oh. yeah. He was like, damn, I, I thought I was rounding up the white people. I thought I was good, yeah. dumbass. I thought I could have got that off. No, bitch, you couldn't. <laughs> Put the bag of hat on. He going to tell Pusha T out of all people. I feel like a superhero with this on. <laughs> yeah, Kanye did That's a lot a of wild nigga. shit. Yeah, Kanye, Kanye did a lot That's of wild a sick shit. Nigga. We, and we just adore it because just, this nigga comes yeah. out of nowhere and says, I'm giving away free shoes and concerts. Oh, I'm, I'm buying college funds for people. Or I'm doing this. Like, you know the fucked up thing is? I don't even think it's that. I think it's because niggas fucked with Donda. It's not a bad album. I I'm think like, that is the main reason why people allowed Kanye to come back and accepted him is because the music was uh, was some people said it was great, some people said it was good, some people said it was alright, but oh, overall people enjoyed the album, so they was okay, they was willing to let Kanye come back and you know let him join us at the table again. But, no, yeah, that nigga gets sit with the children. <laughs> So, some no. people maybe have it, but a lot of people have allowed him to come back to the table now since since Donda came out. Not me, because that's how you know Drake's light skin and he's soft. Because mm-hmm. ain't no way that nigga's going to said what he said to any dark skin and then pull up to that man house, tell me to flick, flick up, take a pic, smoke this from with me, and oh, Let's put aside our differences and free this brother. No, nigga. You come to my house after you said that disrespectful shit to me or talking about me for, mind you, months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm lining you up. <laughs> yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. Oh, no. Kanye need to stop that shit. He always, he always slapping somebody. And then when you ready to slap back, you're like, oh. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's Kanye. That's why you being yeah. weird to me. That's Kanye. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I keep hoping Big Sean see him in LA and put a foot in his ass. Nah, I really nah. do. Big Sean, a free spirit. He ain't about that life. Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's another way of saying he's a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I, I don't know, but uh, yeah, we we say all that to say, um, yes, the apology should be as loud as the disrespect, in my opinion. Um, so our final segment. We're here, Ryan. It's about that time. Ryan's love life. Here we are. <sighs> <God>. <laughs> what, what do you got for us, Ryan? What's what's going on? Uh, I'm chilling, man. Actually, I'm single, so okay. That is a fact. I am single. Okay. Oh, uh, any any prospects? Just going on Tinder. Okay. Seeing what's there. Okay. And okay. what happens? And then me and an old girl who's a female friend, she in a relationship. Mm. And her and I are back talking, being friendly with each other. So I made her with this little poem thing, whatever. And I guess some of her old dudes were hitting her up like, oh, when you going to break up when that dude, oh, when you going to get rid of that nigga, et cetera, et cetera. So she had put the comment out there, 
oh, ain't none of you niggas ever wrote for me before, written for me before. Mm-hmm. Her, one of those niggas is going to tell her, or actually he's going to test her and be like, oh, so you block him yet? And she's like, who? He's he's like, what the fuck you mean, who? The nigga that like writing, she was like, no. He, he's like, you need to get rid of that nigga. <laughs> oh, shit. And dirty macking like a mug against my name. Damn. He said, you really going to spend winter with that other nigga? Oh, Oh, man. That's crazy. And I was sitting there fucking dying as she told me this shit. I'm just like, this nigga's really pressed about something that did within five to ten minutes? Yeah. (laughs) This game is different. (laughs) This game is different. Like, girl, I write on a regular. I can pull anything out. And like he's pressed about that, how do you even get my bag? Oh man, That's <laughs> it's, crazy. it's it's wild. But I'm cool in being single. Uh, I stay on Instagram way too much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm steady finding something new to double tap. Mm. And then like my dumb ass got a, got on TikTok now. I was like, oh my god, these yeah, you on TikTok I, now? Yeah, this shit is hilarious. Yeah. I don't know why. I feel like a complete waste of my fucking time being on TikTok. <laughs> but, yeah, so Ron is single and just chilling. Okay, okay. I can dig it. I can dig it. Uh, You know, well, good, good. I'm glad glad to know, you know, he's back in the streets, ladies. So all for oh, all y'all God. that's listening, you know, slide into the DMs, tell him what's going on, you know, all that good shit. Maybe he might write you something. You never know. So... <laughs> Oh man! But all right, we'll uh, we'll we'll stop it here. Uh, like I said, make sure you subscribe. Uh, Spotify, Chaotic Production, Theory of Everything, SoundCloud, Chaotic Production, Theory of Everything. Like, comment, all that good shit. And uh, you know, Ryan, take take us out with something. What you what you got for us? Oh man! Uh, I'll say it like this: there. Are- always going to shorten your worth because they never want you to know your true value but you can never know your true value until you learn to just focus on yourself okay okay i like that i like that focus on yourself learn your true value i like that well we'll end with that so we will be back hope you enjoy the episode and we out of here